A nice man said to me, oh, when's the next PJ party coming out? Oh. Yesterday, last night. Oh, really? He's like, when's it coming out? I need it. Oh, cute. Isn't That's that nice? nice. He yeah. listened to all of them. He caught up over, like, all episodes. Wow. Yeah. Um. Well, here it is. It's You're a, listening to it. It's a juicy one. Is it? It's nice. It's fun. I had fun editing it. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. Mm. Hottest topic of the week. <laughs> that could only be safe for the podcast, but had us rolling around in the studio while we were talking about it. Do you want to go ahead and explain? Okay. There's this new um, ice cream place in downtown Victoria. Right. Um. Maybe we can get sponsored by them. <laughs> Not after this. Did you go and have any of the ice I cream? I did. I went and had it. Um, it's like very like, what's the thing with like Instagram foods, you know? Yeah, like know. They, they are like, oh, this is going to look great on Instagram. Let's start a business with that model right. kind of thing. I right. feel like that's what people like the branding was there and yeah. everything. And it's like, oh, and then the ice cream and stuff comes second. Which on one hand, I don't mind because I like good branding. Yeah, when, Like a company too. has like really nice looking branding that is going to look good on an Instagram feed. Oh, yeah. That, that means they put some thought into it. That means it's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. That's nice. And uh, the ice cream is actually really good. It so is. they have these like charcoal, like black cones and you can... Um, I don't know how to get into this, but okay. So first, okay, I'll start with that. The ice cream was good. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I There was a really good like dairy-free option, and yep. it was like oat milk and um, coconut milk, and it was phenomenal. Soft serve, very fluffy. It's so good. I like it more than regular ice cream. Right. The flavor okay. is awesome. Okay. Um, but I guess like their thing is that they're like perverted, so they... Um, like that's what they're called is perverted ice cream and uh, their branding is just like sex, 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 black walls, clubbing, (laughs) things like that. Um, And uh, I just, I didn't understand it. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. The, uh, the saying is when, when I come ice cream. Okay. I scream. I didn't understand. It's like a perverted, sexy. This is sexy. on me, but I was just like, when I come ice cream, like when I ejaculate ice cream. And I was like, ice cream what happens? <laughs> right. What happens when you do that? That's what you thought it you meant? You eat it? I don't know. Do you eat it? <laughs> and you were saying this and we were laughing at you for being dumb, for thinking this, because you missed the obvious joke. Yeah. And went straight to imagining <laughs> ice cream. Coming out of a pee hole, I imagine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was like, that's strange branding. I don't understand it. <laughs> right. And that for, and like uh, that shirt is clearly for a girl to wear because girls can walk around with shirts being like, I have an orgasm right now, and it's like, great, cool, good for you. But if a dude walked around, you would be like, perfect. <laughs> like, I think that's get away, right? Like this, oh, sex criminal, don't say that on a t-shirt. I have children. Um, so it's funny that you thought it was for dudes. Yeah. <laughs> And then it also reminded me, I did have a girlfriend one time who, like, she, it wasn't, she wasn't talking about this really, but she was talking about a thing that she liked. It was like, have you ever had a honey bun? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the filling inside of there is really Mm. lovely. It's like a, oh, I can't even describe it, but it's like honey and vanilla and custardy. Yeah, yeah, very coconutty as well. And she loved it so much. And she said to me one time, um, if you came this, I would never stop blowing you. (laughs) (laughs) So it reminded me of that nice memory. Because how do you even respond to that? I was like, like, well, I wish I did. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it got me thinking, like, if you did come that. Ice cream? Would you eat it yourself? (laughs) Would that be a convenient thing? Is it nice and cold? I don't know. Is it like delicious soft serve? Yeah, of course. It's ice cream. But it comes out of my penis. (laughs) And I have to go like... Rub, rub one out, mix a batch to enjoy a delicious frosty that, soft serve treat. And that is what their store is all about. They have a couple <laughs> of dicks in the back and they come ice cream and you eat it. No, don't say that. That's about how perverted ice cream is. So it was delicious. Oat milk and coconut milk is what it tastes like. I have to um, imagine that if that was my superpower, and believe me, it's that's like number four on my list of superpowers, I think, actually, that I would wish to have. I think I'd be saving it up. I'd be trying to, like that girl said, like trying to get people to blow me and being like, no, I'm serious. It tastes like delicious lobster ice cream. You're going to love it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I would actually recommend that place. Um, when you went, 
Yes. You went with a friend and Yes. She immediately walked in and said, I hate that it's a nightclub. <laughs> she just declared that. Because <laughs> you walk in and it's like you said, it's all black and there's like yeah. pumping music. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like Lil Mama and Avril Lavigne like blaring <laughs> in it. You know, and uh, she just declares that she's like, I hate this. Um, but it's funny. Like, I hope that they one day listen to this. The owners yeah. of this ice cream place, because it's what's funny to me is that like they have a business that is booming. Oh yeah, apparently, like it's you know expanding from Vancouver and everything. That is usually for children. Ice cream. Okay, when I went in there, there was a child, and like we, like all focuses on the kid. I'm like, don't look around. Like, don't. He probably doesn't know, understand what any of it means. But yeah. I was just like, yeah, it's not for children. Because it's all chill enough that. It's like a kid probably wouldn't get it, or I don't know. I don't know what kids get these days with the internet, know. honestly. Yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, we were reading through their Instagram, and it was like, not for kids. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? It's an ice cream store. No, not for kids. Yeah. Oh, because we're all a bunch of grown-up man babies, and we're all <laughs> just like, I'm 35 years old, but I still want an ice cream cone. Yeah. Which is weird. Can you imagine, like, my grandfather, at my age... Would never be like, I need an ice cream cone. But maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that old men, if you ever see like an older man mm-hmm. with an ice cream cone, it's the greatest day of their life. Oh, yeah. They're treating themselves. Yeah. It's like that's their one happiest moment. Yeah. Anyway, I actually really liked it. Their branding is working. I mean, people are going there and taking yep. photos and, you know, it's an experience, right? So it's working. I just, I didn't understand the coming ice cream part. That's all. <laughs> Okay. I'll be back. Um, we're so happy to be back. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, and now another two-week hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> Don't expect another one next week. I'm so sorry for this. Um, there's a little bit in the podcast, too, where Jason comes in, and that's when you two were together in the morning. Oh, did you put that in? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was really good. I was laughing, so I wanted okay, to keep sure. it. Okay. Um, so enjoy. And now you are Jason for the next two weeks. Hello. In the morning zone. So make sure to smell like cigarettes constantly. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and Enjoy play, um, what is it, pool? Internet pool? Internet pool. Oh. Complain to be working past 8.30 p.m. A.M., sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he does. Yeah, cool, he's the best. It. Start he's fights awesome. on the internet. Make sure to go on Facebook oh, and start fights. Oh, baby, you know I will. Oh, boy. Cool. Oh, my gosh, it's Paul. He's back. Backstreet's back. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Where have you been? All over. I went to the Oregon coast and stayed in like a, the dreamiest beach house of all time. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then I just got back from uh, Gambier Islands on the Sunshine Coast. Whoa, that's quite the trek too, eh? Yeah, it was. Uh, I was all over the place. It was so great. It was like the nicest one of the. If you've never been there, it's like it's so private, so like rustic. There's nothing on Gambier practically. Yeah. But it was the greatest time. It rained on us pretty much all weekends, but we had a beautiful cabin that we were staying in. Really big room for everybody, like 16 guys, you know. We were playing, we like played games. It was a bachelor party, right? Yeah. And when you're at this age, a little older, bachelor parties get better. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like the activities are like more fun. We like played games. We like had like BB and pellet guns. We were shooting (laughs) things. There was some beer pong, obviously, and beer darts and like all these those silly games too. But like didn't do the whole stripper thing. No stripper, awful. No, no, no. It's like we learned our lesson on that one. So it's like it was so great. Well, that's good to hear. I loved it. And the food, Jenny. My God. Oh yeah. You ever seen a a seafood boil? I've seen it. I've never experienced it though. It's like crab, which we just caught that day, fresh out of the ocean, right? Crab, potatoes, like full potatoes, sausage, mussels, all this stuff in a big pot. Tons of butter. Yeah. And then you just like tip it onto the table, no plates, and everyone just picks at it. Nice. And it's cracking in the crab like a bunch of wild animals. It was insane. It was so much fun. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Now, we both kind of came back in the same condition, just covered in mosquito bites. You're way worse off than I am, but... Like, it looks like I have chicken pox. I I was in Pemberton, and there was a wedding. It was the most incredible wedding I've ever been to, Um, but it was, like, in a swamp zone. (laughs) So it was just, like, Mosquito City, and my entire legs are just bumped. Like, there's more bites than skin at this point. Like, they are bad. So if you have any remedies, please let us know. Because your ankles are just covered, too, eh? Yeah, luckily I only got ankle bitten, but, like, you wore pants today. And ah, 
God, the jeans are so tough, but I need the barrier. I can't wear a skirt because I would just be itching all day. I hope you can wear a skirt tomorrow just like so I can see how badly it is I'll without you having a drop trial. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. I'll take a photo for you and, and show you. That's great. Miserable. But if you have any <laughs> any like, you know, remedies like putting Windex on it or whatever you do, I don't yeah, know. Windex. Let me know. You can text us at 250-475-0913. Right now we have silver on the line. Well, hello. Okay, so can you please tell us, because we're just riddled with mosquito bites, what is your tip <laughs> for, like, Jenny over there, because I forget about mine, we know it's kind of a mental game, right, and I forget mine even exists, until then Jenny's over there, and then all of a sudden she's, like, wriggling around in her seat, she's like, ah, so itchy! Yeah, and, like, slapping my thighs, trying to make it stop. Right, what? and then you're thinking about it being itchy, and so then all of a sudden you get itchy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's really a mental totally. thing, I find, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so then I itch again, and mine are my ankles. Okay, so what is your tip to deal with this? The secret, is, the secret is tequila. Dab it with a little bit of tequila. I feel like it would burn a bit, but be like a good burn, maybe? It doesn't really burn. Um, it depends how badly you've scratched it. Oh, okay. Um, Basically, when mosquitoes bite you, they inject you with some of, your sal- some of their saliva, and that's what you itch. Because mm-hmm. your body releases histamines. So you can be boring and take antihistamines, or you can dab it with tequila and drink the rest. And smell like a booze hound for the rest of the day, too. So what is it in <laughs> the tequila that is, like, uh, mitigating the itch, like you said? Like, you sound yeah. like you know what you're talking about. You said the word histamine. So, yeah. like, what is it? Uh, well, it's the alcohol. I mean, you could use rubbing alcohol as well. And that's why you use, like, a baking baking powder paste, because that draws out the poisons in the saliva, which is what makes you itch and what kicks out the antihistamine. Oh, what is a baking powder paste? You can use that as well? Yep. Baking powder and water. And then you just make a little bit of a paste out of it and dap it on your bites. Calamine lotion is another one that... Classic. Lovely pink dots that you walk around all over right. your face. I'm going to uh, set an all call out to our staff, you know? Because guaranteed somebody, I'm thinking of somebody in the sales department especially, um, has got probably like an emergency bottle of tequila in their desk. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, does vodka? I think you do. Yeah, you I've have got like some, a little mini bar. I do have a mini bar. Any yeah. kind of booze works? Pretty much, yep. Okay, okay, I'll go check my bar. Perfect. Thank you, you so go. much for all these helpful tips. Hey, no problem. Paul Plastino, Jenny West. In the Afternoon Zone. What is this big news about Uber coming to BC finally? Yeah, the provincial government has come out and said that its regulations for a ride hailing will be in effect as of September 16th. So pencil that into your BlackBerry because we'll all be able to get an Uber out to the airport or home or wherever. September 16th. There's a date. I'm happy that there's a date because it was always like, oh, sometime in the next few years here, maybe. But with that, I am questioning like what's going to be different compared to, you know, say in the States or or wherever else who actually has Uber, what are like the rules behind it? Because they were really cracking down on like what Uber was going to look like in BC specifically. Yeah. And I know that you were even thinking about like you would love to drive for Uber oh, or I something, would love right? To, yeah. Well, let's here's what you have to do if you'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you're gonna require a criminal record check and a driver record check okay. for any driver working with a ride hailing company. That's good. Um, this is also introducing a 30 cent per trip fee and a $5,000 annual license fee for the company. So you have to pay that. I don't. I'm not quite clear if you pay that or if the company pays that. How does that, that work? Okay. Um, also, uh, change regulations about how frequently your car has to undergo inspections. We'll remove seatbelt exceptions. Okay. And, and this is kind of the big thing. You have to have like a commercial license. So I think hmm. most of us have a class five license. You're going to have to have a class four commercial license to be doing this. Because I think that was the dream of Uber and Lyft down in the States, right? It's like anyone, as long as you had a driver's license, as long as you could drive, mm-hmm. you're good to go, you know, sign up, get your sticker, put it in the window and where, where you go. Yeah. Now you're going to have to get additional licensing. That's challenging. I mean, good for ICBC, I guess, because they'll be getting a lot of extra money of the people who want to get a class four license. They're also introducing new insurance policy for drivers and vehicles operating within the ride hailing companies. Yeah. To me, this sounds like a taxi company. No, you know what? I don't, I want to believe the dream of it still. Okay. I know there's a lot of hoops and I know that this is tighter restriction than what it feels like Uber does in the States, but I want to think that... To get a commercial license is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, what we should do as we get closer to September is I should go and try and get one. Mm-hmm. I'm the best driver alive. You know, you that. know that. That's not true. Watch you see that every time. Parallel park. Oh, it's like a thing of, of beauty. It's an art form watching me park. It's amazing. 
sometimes it gets a little more Picasso-esque, but that's where it goes. <laughs> um, but no, really, I'm a great driver. I want to try and get that class for license. I want to see what that process includes. I want to see how what that cost is, mm-hmm. you know, to the driver and see if it's really prohibitive. And it really will be a bunch of taxi drivers who already have it just using their own cars mm-hmm. or what the deal is. And I'll report back to you. Okay. So there's a, a new job posting for Victoria. It's a contract that's up for grabs. Uh, the city of Victoria is looking to pay someone to go through public garbage bins. So they want someone to go through, rummage through the trash cans and find out what items people are tossing out. So for what reason? They're doing a study. They're trying to see, um, you know, the single use items that are in the garbage because, uh, mm. you know, it puts stress on their landfill. So they're just trying to do some research to see what trash is going where. So is it, you know, a lot of disposable one use coffee cups that we're finding in the garbage right. and, and that sort of thing. So it's kind of doing like a data analysis and, okay. and, and stuff just to see, yeah, what people are throwing out. Fun job. Yeah. Um, so there is a request for proposals. Um and they're saying that the contract, if you get it, if you apply and you, you get the job, it's between $10,000 and $20,000. And they're asking companies to go forward. And I was thinking, like, we have a, a softball team called the Garbage Birds. Uh-huh. And, like, we could do that. And for ten to $20,000, just think about the amount of, like, cool gems you could find in the garbage, too. Oh, so you're thinking as a perk that you would get to keep whatever fun garbage or good yeah. thing that you found in the trash? Yeah. You just get to keep it? Yeah. Have you ever done some dumpster diving before? No, I really can't say that I have. I have before. Uh-huh. Um, I have this really cool piece in my house. It's like this um, old uh, hairdressing chair that's in the corner of my my living room. I it know. It's really cool. Yeah. That that's came from, from a dumpster. dumpster. Yeah. And then like some photos and things like that and other little gadgets and like, yeah. So I think it would be a great perk. Doesn't the stuff like people I know, I wouldn't go to a flea market because mm-hmm. I don't want old people's old trash. Really? No. And oh, you're actually taking stuff. this stuff out of a dumpster where all the garbage water is. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait, what? Like, yeah. don't you have to refurbish it? Isn't it gross? Aren't things gross? Oh, it's fine. Once something's gone in a dumpster, it's like, that's it. Forever. It's <sighs> gross now. Anyway, if you want Imagine this- what else is in there. What if you got a chair or something out of a dumpster, Jenny, and brought it home, and you're like, this thing's great. Yeah. Oh, there's a few disgusting stains where you I know, don't know what they I- came from, but oh well. And then what if, inside the upholstery, unbeknownst to you, Family of plague-ridden rats. Oh, no. Then what? Well, you know, you got to do a little search. If the, the stuff can still be good. What if you found, like, an iPhone or something in the garbage or something like that? You know, there's treasure in there. Anyway, I'm if you want... I'm not putting a garbage phone up to my face. If you're interested in becoming a professional trash digger, then you can get 10000 to $20,000 through the city of Victoria, which is pretty cool. I'm good. Okay, I've never had bed bugs. okay, everyone? Calm down. Everyone is, yeah, saying that your love of dumpster diving is a great way to get bed bugs and other who knows what they're kind of horrible vermin yeah i'm fine everything's going good look at you itching yourself right I know, now because everyone's mentioning bugs and i have mosquito bites from the weekend right now i went camping i don't even know if it is mosquito bites anymore at oh this my point. god no what if i do have bed bugs crawling with? yeah <laughs> hi i just was listening to your conversation about digging through trash and i just wanted to say i actually threw out my husband's brand new iphone by accident <gasps> And I thought it was like an old one and it was in the box. And so I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to throw this out. And he's like, hey, where's uh, where's my iPhone? I was like, oh, my God, I threw it in the garbage. Was it just going But I forever? didn't tell him that. So anyway, so it could be a very lucrative thing to do. You could come across a lot of great stuff that people just didn't realize they were throwing away. Yeah. Um, so you never found it, eh? Nope. Never found it. Oh, so he knows now. You're, you finally eventually did tell him. I did. I admitted. Oh, uh, okay. And he never went like out dumpster diving for it, trying to find it? No, he didn't. He would not do that. We have kids, so then you'd have to go through dirty diapers and all yeah. these things. Oh. So it's not being, yeah, oh, yeah. But I mean, imagine being the, the trash digger and coming across an iPhone. They do get thrown around. There's probably a lot of retainers in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about I'm how many thinking, retainers just, I've thrown out. I'm really hoping someone did find it and it's living a lovely life, serving yeah. out its purpose. So Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Okay, bye. Bye. It was a busy weekend in Victoria. Of course, Pride Festival happened, and now a lot of people are trying to deal with the amount of glitter that is still left on them. So here are some tips on how to get rid of glitter. 
With tweezers, take off each individual piece of glitter. Try and transfer the glitter by rubbing your face on someone else's face. And finally, learn to live with it, Bucko, because let's be honest, that glitter's not going anywhere. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Oh, yeah. So How the heck was uh, Pride? It was fun. It was very, uh, as you can hear from my voice, because I also had a microphone in front of me. Oh, yeah. And I saw the live video or the, like, the, um, the 360 video. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of, like, come on, make some noise from you I, on top of yeah, that thing. And then you run out of things to say. <laughs> but then you realize every few minutes you're in front of a brand new audience. That's you can right. just repeat. Yeah. But when you see it on camera for 16 minutes straight, it's very repetitive. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I love when you get a, like a microphone ahead of you. You're really good at like hyping people it's, up. Yeah, it's fun. But then this happens the next day. Yeah. It sound very... And the, the pride float that you had this year was incredible. It was like a yeah. huge boom box. But a lot of people were like jumping up and down. And I, I could imagine that it was pretty <laughs> difficult to make sure that your decks were okay. Yeah, kind of Right around the beginning, I had to actually, luckily, Lolo, who built that that thing, he actually left me a roll of duct tape. And so I ended up starting to tape the thing oh down. Oh While gosh. you're DJing. While I was DJing, it was pretty fun. But you should have seen, like, because afterwards, when everybody was at McDonald Park, it was just me and Dallas. Dallas was driving the thing. Yeah. And I was still on the float, and we're trying to find some place to pull over so we can tear down some stuff. Yeah. And he's going about 30 to 40K. Oh my- Oh my God. On Dallas Road, and my gear is all moving around, so I'm trying to put it all in the cases. I felt like I was in an action movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty hilarious. Surfing a truck. Yeah. Parade float of doom. Uh, yeah, geez. Well, I'm glad That's you're okay. Right. You yeah, came we're out good. alive. We way survived. To go. And it's, it sounded awesome for all the videos that we were seeing. So, way to go, Brian. A big piece of news that came down today for Victoria and especially for zoners who mm. love going and taking advantage of the amazing culture that happens in this town is that word came down today that Atomic Productions, who were the ones who put on Rock the Shores, Rifflandia, the Backyard Weekender at Phillips, a lot of shows in town, um, has joined forces with the MRG Group, which is a big production company out of Vancouver, which mm-hmm. also has a hand in uh, the Vogue Theatre. And so they're being like absorbed by MRG mm-hmm. uh, in the release that came out today. Number one, one piece of good news is that it will mean the return of Rifflandia in 2020. Cool. Yeah. Um, and also uh, here is Nick, you know, uh, Nick Blasco, he's a friend of the radio station and uh, a co-founder of Atomic Productions. Uh, he seems pretty stoked about the possibilities. Here's him on the phone earlier today with Art. I think we wanted a, a bigger support, bigger you know some some bigger resources and and a lot of more expertise sort of on a national level at the table so we can kind of i guess operate at the scale with where we see victoria heading that's and great isn't that good yeah. here's another little clip it allows us to continue doing a lot of the work we're doing and just do it at a better do it at a, at a bigger scale with more resources great so, that's exciting that's exactly right? what they needed right i think so yeah. yeah i hope it does open open a lot of possibilities and and get these festivals back to the glory days of like you know a few years ago when people were really really excited about those things yeah all the big you know names and all that mrg like you saying probably brings in a lot of that and and a lot of more possibilities and opportunities Mm -hmm. so this should be if you're a fan of live music in victoria this is a big day and a big news for you Mm -hmm. you know paul pacino you keep me young you keep me on up to date with all the cool lingo and like uh baby shark you know you introduced me to that still Mm -hmm. haven't listened to it or know what baby shark is but they're going on a big tour 30 day north american tour baby shark and uh, i know all the young kids and everyone is on uh board with stranger things have you not watched the i have watched the first season like a bit of the second but now i'm on the third (laughs) so i'm a little confused (laughs) what's happening what's going on but it's good you know yeah it is good i'm gonna go plow through a bunch of uh, season three tonight apparently there's spoilers everywhere so i'm trying to avoid those and and i want to enjoy it and it's supposed to be like the best series uh, or season yet but i was reading this great thing today that and stranger things is certainly a culprit of this if you watch it you may have noticed that there's smoking in it oh 
And so they did this like survey or study came out and they like um, noted all the instances of smoking on TV and they mm-hmm. say that this year it's really gone up quite a bit and the biggest culprit of like uh, who produces shows with smoking in it mm-hmm. is Netflix. You want to know why? Why? Nostalgia. Everyone is banking oh. in on that right now. So everything takes place in the 80s and the 90s and right. guess what was popular back then? Smoking. Yeah. Young kids did that and it- now we know it's bad. So it is kind of resurfacing again because all these shows are based then. Because you think it would be weird to have characters like smoking in the eighties who weren't. <laughs> well, I don't think they'll be vaping, hauling <laughs> off a USB stick. But no, but like you think it would be weird for them. Okay, here's what I think though. Because mm. you know, then Netflix comes out and they're like, "We're sorry, we're so sorry, and we know that cigarettes are bad, but we know, but we just we're so sorry." Unnecessary Netflix, because even in like these shows, even as you say, set mm-hmm. in the eighties and nineties. If a person is was smoking, like back then, you know, in a TV show, that was made to look like, oh, this guy's cool. Right. This is a cool daddy have puffing on, t- taking a drag there, hacking a dart. Nowadays, when I see people smoking, like in Stranger Things mm-hmm. and all that, I'm like. Well, this guy's having a rough one. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, things are not going so well for this character. He is addicted to cigarettes. I think our behavior has changed enough to realize that this is not an okay thing anymore. But it signifies a different thing, even when you're watching it on TV. But for young people, you know, like young people, like 13 or younger. You think impressionable? That, maybe. Yeah. Uh. All right, well, we just need some really cool, cool <laughs> characters hauling off big, giant vape things. <laughs> or it's eating safer. a carrot instead. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're just chatting about a Stranger Things, and a little gem came out, and you got really excited about it because you're a big fan. I did uh, the T-shirt that Dustin, the character Dustin wears in one of the episodes is like this classic Weird Al T-shirt, mm-hmm. um, which those are the, like, the little touches that Stranger Things does so well, right? Mm-hmm. Like To capture the spirit of the 80s. It was like, Weird Al in 3D. Weird Al. Now, I don't know if this is like a thing because he was in cahoots with Stranger Things from the start. Yeah. Or if he was just like flattered and inspired. Right. But he is re-releasing <laughs> that classic vintage 1980s Weird Al in 3D t-shirt you can buy. Yes. Apparently it crashed his website though. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I want to get my hands on that. You should get your hands on that. I kind of want to. Yeah, yeah. Especially for the show coming up August 21st. Save on Foods Memorial. So right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'll be good. Police have recovered an injured horse from an intoxicated rider on Vancouver Island. And this is a great reminder for everyone. If you are going to drink, please, Old Town Road responsibly. Woo, this is a great party. All right, I'm going to pick the next song. Here no, we go, here we go, no, here we go. Paul, enough. Yeah. Paul, you've had too much. Huh? And that's going to make you do wild things, Paul. Put the beer down. It's fine, it's fine. This is a great song. This makes me want to ride horses. <laughs> Back away from the horse! Tegan and Sarah just announced that they're going to be releasing some music, but it's music that they actually wrote when they were in high school. And what's really cool about this project, too, is that they have a team of all women. So it was mixed, uh, mastered, recorded and produced all by women, which is pretty amazing. And that's coming out September 27th. That's so nice. From them. Yeah. I was at the Whole Foods yesterday, and there was this little girl. She had been like five, six years old. Mm-hmm. And that song, I'm pretty sure, was Walking With Their Ghost. Tegan and Sarah came on over the loudspeakers, you know, in between uh, like the pop music yeah. and Old Town Road or whatever they were playing. And this little girl was losing it. Oh, and like awesome. dancing. Her parents had to stop their grocery <laughs> shopping to allow her to dance out the rest of the song. It's like, great dance taste of music, girl. kid. Yeah, that's dance awesome. Yeah, so good. Um, I want to say a big thank you to Kyle who just uh, brought in some Plastino patio pops <laughs> at the front desk for me, which I assume is uh, beers. Beer. Would be, I guess. Really yeah, kind, Kyle. So thank funny. you. Uh, uh, especially because I just got back from like two huge week. My whole vacation was bookended by boozing it up. Yeah. And I was telling you this story. Uh, last this past weekend was a bachelor party I was at, and 
we were going over to Gambier Islands on the Sunshine Coast, and you have to take this little, like, uh, chartered boat, like a little tiny ferry boat over there. And uh, on the way, our other two buddies met us out in the water on their little rowboat yeah. from the uh, island. And they were like, look, we set up a crab trap. So, like, you know, Bachelor Boy, the guy whose bachelor party was, like, you haul up the crab trap. And so we hauling it up, hauling it up. Took him a while, too. These are deep traps, right? And in the trap were a, a healthy starfish. Yeah. Two beautiful keeper crabs. Nice. And a Smirnoff ice. I cannot believe how good that ice is. Like that's I think that's up there with the top ice. That is one of my best sizes I've ever seen in my life. If you don't know what a Smirnoff ice is and right. what icing is, is there's this drink that's called Smirnoff ice and when you magically kind of get surprised by an ice. Your right. friend usually plants one somewhere. You have to take a knee and chug the whole thing. Yeah. Which is gross and like a cruel thing to do yeah. to people. But if you can be so creative with it, that's like the crab trap. Yeah. Or like, what was your best one? I uh, iced someone via zip line the other day. <laughs> you're, and I love you're still doing this oh, yeah. pretty often. Yeah. And then um, I was at a wedding and I iced my sister via bouquet because she was a bridesmaid. So I put it in the bouquet and handed it off to her, which is a pretty good one, too. Hey, so I have an icing story. Please, yes. Um, so my my friend's mom is, like, is a pretty conservative lady and, like, not at all into, like, binge drinking. And so we, we wrapped a Smirnoff ice. And so Christmas morning at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning, she opens this box and there's a Smirnoff ice in it. And so we had to explain to her what icing was. <laughs> like, first thing Christmas morning made her chug a Smirnoff ice. Yes! I love the stories where it's like, yeah, the person who would, like, be the last person to ever watch want to chug an ice gets ice exactly yes. yeah no the oh, best and she was a good one. sport she like took a knee next to the christmas tree and put it back oh yeah she definitely did it wow. <laughs> for the christmas spirit <laughs> aaron thanks for that no <laughs> Have a good one. bye did you know that today is cow appreciation day yeah that's cute so we're just appreciating cows over here and we thought uh, we actually know a zoner mm. named Mickey who comes in quite a bit she's actually dropped off beef for us yeah. and uh, she's told her story about uh, being a dairy farmer on Vancouver Island so we thought we'd give her a call and talk cows with her Hey, you guys. So we thought we'd ask uh, you, because you are the person that we know who loves cows the most, what do you appreciate about cows? I mean, everything. You know, like, they're like super curious animals. They're quite funny. Anything new is happening, they know. Like, if it's outside the barn, they're all, like, at the gate watching. You know, like, if a new truck comes to the farm or if a new piece of equipment or anything, they're all, like, standing there watching. You know, I think that's sort of, like, that's sort of funny about those cows, you know? Yeah, so they're, like, super observant. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was looking at like a timeline of all of planet Earth today, and I had no idea that like the domestication of cows came so early in our human evolution. Do you know that like before any other animal with dogs, anything like that? I mean, it makes sense. They're not like wolves or something that need to be, you know, really tamed. They're, I think, probably by nature, pretty calm, chill animals. So our history and our like dependence upon and uh, ties with cattle go back like centuries and before any other animal. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know that, but it sort of makes sense too. you know, like you think about India, how they worship the cow or whatever for so long and their civilization has been around a lot longer than ours. So, you know, (laughs) goes back a few thousand years. I love your your husband yesterday was like really popping off with like really nice things about you on Facebook. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, he was really sweet. There's a there's a video that's got you in it, right? BC Milk inspired by farmers is the YouTube video. So I'm sorry, I haven't actually gone through and watched the entire video yet. But can you give um, us and zoners like a like a little snap of what it is? Yeah, it's just. Um showing people what dairy farmers are like. It's an ad campaign, a marketing campaign put on by uh, BC Milk that just wants to relate farmers to the average person. You know, like we're just normal people. We're not, you know, doing anything bad or anything because I feel like that's what gets out in the media a lot. We're just normal people that have, you know, values and there's two farmers featured in this campaign. One of them is me and he's another one on uh, the mainland. He sort of focuses on community involvement and uh, family and mine is sort of like um, family as well, like legacy because my family's been here a long time and animal care because I, I really like cows. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
<laughs> because it's so true and truly, Mickey, like since we've got to know you a little bit and talking to you about, you know, the industry and farming and cattle and dairy and all that, like, like I get it. I'm very um, subjected to the kind of like the propaganda of like when there is the bad egg in the farming community yeah, that mistreats sure. their cows. You hear about it really and it's really difficult and it's really impactful. Mm-hmm. But I always hold you up especially. So it's great to hear in this campaign. Yeah. You know, as the farmer who like cares for their animals, like truly cares for them and, you know, is happy to profit from this product that comes from them, but like that gives them a really nice life. Yeah, and that's definitely something that I can think about a lot is, you know, you're only going to get out of the cow what you're going to put in them. I don't know why people wouldn't take care of their cows and love their cows, you know? Like, you guys should watch the video, though. You should look at it. You should watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I'm just watching it without sound as you're talking, and it's like, it's beautiful, and you're hugging the cows, and you're <gasps> like, yeah. it's, it's like out in the yeah, field with them. Yeah, shot on the farm and everything. It's like real, you know? Aww, <laughs> well, thanks for chatting with us, Mickey. Keep on being yeah, awesome. Sure. Give a kiss yeah. to the cows for us. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. Okay, bye, Mickey. Bye. All right, bye. It's weather time, baby. It sure is. Look it, it's cloudy and rainy outside right now. Sorry for not being down with the rain. People were very angry that you were dissing the rain earlier. Don't do that. Okay, it is July. We have a ball (laughs) game tonight. It is lake season. It is hot. We live in a rainforest, so most of the year round, you'll never hear me complain about the rain. Oh, great. More lush. Good for the flowers. Good for stamping out forest fires. Great, 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 great. Now it's the middle of July. I want my sunshine. That's all. I'm kind of down with the rain lately. It's nice because it's warm out. You vicious idiot. It like smells good. Everything's fresh. I don't have to worry about putting on sunscreen. I don't even care that you. No, I I zone you out. I know you called a vicious idiot, but um, (laughs) I'm just ignoring that. That's what I've learned to do. Call me anything you want, Paul. Sorry, you're stupid. But I no, I don't understand. It's just, I just want some sunshine, that's all. But we're not going to get it until maybe the weekend, but there's still going to be clouds. It's not good enough. I want some blue skies. I want some solid sky time is all I want, all right? All rain right. tonight, rain tomorrow, rain for the rest of your life. Who cares? Next what? What up? Next. <laughs> Steve says shout out to the rain for trying to stop so many fires from happening in the summertime. Oh, oh it's going to rain on Victoria, and yet what? The entire interior of the province is not going to get the forest fires like it does every year. And then, so we get an all cloudy Victoria summer, July, and then in August we get all hazy. Great. The summer that wasn't. <laughs> cool. Oh, but I'm dumb. Kevin has a shout out for you. Say it. Read it. Shout out to all those that have the patience to deal with really difficult work colleagues. This shout out is for Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, say what you said about me. I said, sometimes I wish that there was a volume knob for your actual voice and not just a microphone. Sometimes. Just sometimes. <laughs> Love you, Paul. I'm just yelling a lot. Yeah. Rob says, shout out to my lovely wife, Aisha, for uh, putting up with me for 15 years. Aww. From Rob. That's nice. Aww. That's cute. Congratulations on that. 15 years. Wow. She probably wishes she had the volume knob, too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I wish I had all kinds of knobs on our partners that I really do. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean, right? Because you'd just be like, I'm going to turn down the dishes in the sink knob and then turn up the, the sass like, knob. Turn up the like, okay. sexy time knob. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I really do. I really know. <laughs> Someone right. said Here we go, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Someone said we need a timeout A zoner James said we need a timeout And I said alright okay We're being a little crazy bones yeah. right now So that's fine I was like the mixtape is like a timeout For us so we will go in timeout But also Brian I heard while I was away last week You thought I wasn't listening bud but I was oh. Oh. And oh, you and Kirsten and you were like Oh Paul and Jenny they don't even care About this mixtape anymore they don't even listen to it They don't even no. appreciate I, my genius I, I, I didn't say that. Oh, I just said it was oh. nice because, like, whenever I was I was actually playing mm-hmm. during a mix, Kirsten would go, "Ooh, whoa!" Hey, I do that sometimes hey, when sometimes. I'm paying attention. Yeah, when you're. <laughs> 
And I do that in my own way, which I express by watching by. YouTube videos. Yeah, <laughs> quietly. Or getting a coffee. In my or, own yeah. headphones. Okay. Go yeah, to the bathroom. going to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I am rocking it at the urinal. I'm like, ooh, Brian. The mixtape doesn't play over the urinal. We should have urinal radio so we can yeah, listen to it. That's yeah, that's a great idea. And then we should wow. hand them out at ball games. <laughs> well, we love the mixtape. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Love you because you give us a break and a timeout. It's great. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's taking off his headphones. Taking off his headphones. Of Paul, okay, you, you vicious idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram is uh, has announced some new features that they're looking into, which involves AI and anti-bullying, mm. cyberbullying, which mm. is pretty cool. Um, they said that the online online bullying in general is just a very complex issue, but they're hoping to use uh, AI to kind of combat that. So say if someone is about to write something that would be considered hurtful or offensive mm-hmm. online, before it's even posted, what they're trying to do is get this AI to like um, tell them that this could be considered considered offensive as like a warning before they post it. Yeah. So just a little reminder before hey. they post something mean right. online that uh, hey, this could really hurt someone's feelings, which I think is great. I think that's really cool to do. Do you know what they have to be careful of though is that, that? Um, usually right down gender lines, it's a funny thing, but like girls, like especially younger girls mm. will say stuff like, oh my God, you're so pretty. I hate you. Oh, yeah. Right? So like you better not catch up on the hate. And, and whereas like guys will be like, Nice hat, bro. And that's mean. And you're like, that's actually mean, but yeah. could be considered. But it's AI, so, right? They should know those should little know nuances, yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. But it got me thinking about, like, other things that uh, Instagram or Facebook should, like, send out warnings about before people post things. Okay. Like, for example, like, if someone clearly didn't read the article. Mm. Yeah, they just read the headline and they're going off of that. Maybe, like, a little warning. It's like, hey, looks like you didn't read the article. Maybe do some more research before you post this. Spreading that fake news. Hey, you're going to look like a real ignorant ding dong. Yeah. Um, yeah, one would be good too, like on Instagram, if you're scrolling, it's like, hey, you're scrolling pretty far back on your crush's feed there, and you could accidentally, your finger could slip, and you could accidentally like uh, like, a, like a, a vacation picture from uh, 2014. So just be careful. <laughs> That's actually a really good one. Right? Been there. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Multiple, multiple, multiple outlets come out all day yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Be careful with this face app. Yes. It is from Russia. We don't really quite know. Nothing is like just because it's from Russia, that means it's nefarious or bad. But just like we don't know what they're using this data. They're, they're taking all these info points from your face so that they can make you up as an old person and send it back to you. And then you can put it on Twitter and get likes. Please, please be careful with this thing, right? Yep. But multiple, many. Many outlets came out with this yesterday, us included. We even said that, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course we did. It could be dangerous. Yeah. We don't know. The Russians might have all of your information <laughs> and access to everything on your phone because you hit, I agree, to the terms and conditions without reading them. And 150 million people. Yeah. That's what I've read. That yeah. many people took a good hard look at that and went... It's worth it because I want to see what I look like. I like to live dangerously. Yeah, hey, man. Brad, Brad, turn that down. Stop this. Don't do, don't. Come on, it could be dangerous, Brad. Whatever, babe. I want to see what I'm going to look like when I'm 85 years old. I'm a danger boy. Fire up the hog. I'm going to ride into the sunset looking like I'm 80 years old. I'm a danger is my middle name, face app. What's with the Tom Petty? I don't know. I just thought it was like that was a cool bad boy motorcycle ride song. <laughs> right? Just the way that it starts up, right? Like, I like to live dangerously. Look look how I look like when I'll be old, honey. Yeah, it's like wrinkles. Who cares? Who gives a rip? I just also love Tom Petty. Yeah. My favorite thing is, yeah. and I won't call anybody particular out, but news organizations, <laughs> like at the end of the day yesterday, too, like 6 p.m., hey, yeah. here's our news crew uh, looking like they're 30 years older. Uh, hey. It's like. <laughs> Danger news. <laughs> yeah, I know. But didn't you just report in your news that 
this is not a smart idea. <laughs> I wonder if it's people being like, we don't care. Quit being paranoid, right? 150 million people, what? And they're going to take my dumb face and use it to sell Russian cigarettes in St. Petersburg? What do I care? That's probably what people think, right? Yeah. Those people are on living on a highway to the danger zone. That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> It's Leo season, baby. And guess what I am, Paul? A Leo. A flipping lion is what I am. Mm-hmm. Also, Mercury is in Gatorade. Mm-hmm. So that means I can't be tamed today oh. or until the rest of July. Okay. So, hmm. Also, Lion King's out, too. That involves lions. I'm feeling fierce. Mm-hmm. Let's get going here. This is why you're in such a mood today? That's why I'm in a mood today, Paul. Okay. I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> One of the big stories that happened, uh, I guess, this past weekend was on Friday at around 8 p.m. There was a man who bypassed, like, the bridge security Mm -hmm. on the Johnson Street Bridge and uh, was just hanging on the bridge when it went up. And uh, (laughs) I actually ended up knowing someone who witnessed it, uh, a friend named Graham, who's also a friend of the station, a musician in town. Yeah. And uh, Art Aronson called him up and got some more details about it. This is, I want to play you both pieces of audio. Okay. They're so good, all right? This is the first one. He was not in danger at all. He was just clearly goofing around. Um, <laughs> and he was, he was not stressed out at all. He was, I, I've never seen someone look so casual in my life. <laughs> he was high. He probably would have got hurt if he fell down. But, it was, you know, he wasn't at the... If he, was, if he started that journey on the other side of the bridge, he would have been a lot higher. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that so good? Well, it's good that he, you know, didn't fall or didn't get hurt or anything like that. Happy to see that. But then there was this other piece of information that he gave to us. Yeah. It looked like he started lying down, but as the bridge went up, he just ended up just standing there, like, totally normally. And he had a beer in one hand and a bag of beer in the other hand. And so he was just sipping on his one beer while holding the other uh, <laughs> the other bag. Like, this was just a regular day for this guy. Like, he was so casual about it. Um, but good work on rescuing him. They had to, like, put it down. They were able mm-hmm. to get him off the bridge. Mm-hmm. He was arrested because you're not allowed to do that. No. That's just putting yourself and everyone in danger. So don't do that. He won't face charges. But do you know what would freak me out so much about this? It's uh, not about, like, okay, he was in a little place where he was just, I guess, standing and hanging on to the bridge. And mm. it's, but, like, when something that big moves and has, like, a mechanism of any kind, yeah. like... Aren't you afraid of getting sucked into some gears or crushed or like, come on, stay away from moving things like that. That's why you don't stick your hand into a moving engine parts or that's, this is a gigantic thing that could just split you right in half if you're not careful. It's pretty straightforward stuff. Never mind falling off of it. I just, I don't understand. Did he just need some alone time and that was how he's going to get it? I don't know. He This was like a total like hold my beer moment. Except that he held all his beers. He's like, I'm going to hold all my beers while doing it. Paul, you're going to finally go see uh, The Lion King, the new one, right? Can't wait. Tonight, I'll be there. Right. It's a cheap Tuesday night. Yeah, my usually go. Yeah. And you're a big fan of the popcorn. I love putting back a sack of popcorn. And so I was excited when you sent me this today that uh, Cineplex theaters across Canada have teamed up with the Canadian Dairy Farmers Association to mm-hmm. make sure that now the butter on the popcorn will be 100% Canadian dairy. Right. And they say that their butter topping, it's so funny when you go to a movie theater, right? It's like you can pay extra for the butter topping and it's butter. Or you can go to the the thing and press the button and get something that's yellow oil. I have no idea. Water? (laughs) What what is it? Just with flavor? I have to imagine it's like it's like a canola oil or a vegetable oil. Look, and if you know, if you worked in a movie Please. theater and you know what this stuff is, that tastes very, like indistinguishable from hot butter. Yeah, it's just like, like salty and like tastes kind of fatty, oily. right? Yeah. Yeah, that it's maybe got some fake flavor and I don't know what that button is. That yeah. just, and it's just endless dribble of <laughs> grease that just dribbles onto your popcorn. You can have that for free or you can pay the extra buck or whatever it is for butter. Right. I don't know. So anyways, they're partnering up with Dairy Farmers Again Canada to make sure it's 100% real butter, not you know made without any artificial growth hormones or antibiotics or anything like that. So you can cool. be a little bit, you can feel a little bit better about uh, dousing a bunch of butter on your yeah. popcorn. You at least know what's going on in your body <laughs> instead yeah. of that mystery yellow liquid. So. But truly, please do if you know what the what the button is. Yeah, I want to know what is what's that in there. <laughs> So there's a really nice article in the paper today about uh, something that I knew was happening for a long time now, mm-hmm. um, but I, <laughs> I 
I don't mean to <laughs> be rude about this, but I <laughs> never would have thought like, oh, this is news. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a really nice story. Caleb Kennedy, who is a friend of the radio station through a few bands that he plays in, he's yeah. just a really nice guy. He's also an elementary school teacher. And one year, he like a while ago now, he challenged himself three years ago to swim in a natural body of water every day from the last day of school to the first, like through the summertime. Yeah. And he's been uploading photos of him swimming for like, I don't know, since I've known him. For a while now. Yeah. And what I like about it often is that he seems to not own a bathing suit. (laughs) So the video often is like, he'll just be like there. He's like, hey, everybody, just like in normal street clothes. And then he gears down to his ginch (laughs) and then jumps in the water. And so the uh, newspaper has a story about him today, about him swimming in uh, the gorge. Or he's uh, at the Banfield Park there. and uh, But it hasn't always been the gorge. He goes to all these really beautiful other places. He has swam outdoors for a for 1,121 consecutive days. That's incredible. So it started off with a small goal, and then it just kept on getting bigger and bigger. And his son started like betting him that he couldn't mm-hmm. do it throughout the winter, and he did it through the winter. Mm-hmm. And now he can't even think of a day without swimming in the water, which makes sense. I mean, I, if you got into the routine of that, I bet that would bring a lot of positive to your day. If I think about, say, if I'm having a real rough morning and I jump into a body of water, oh, how you mean good, like a hangover morning. Yeah, yes. how good you feel immediately after. It's so true. It really does wake you up. It's every time I hear someone talking about like one aspirin and two glasses of water and one sip of Gatorade and like here is the best hangover cure, coconut yeah. water, all this nonsense. I'm like, shush, go jump in a body of water. Yeah, ocean Natural. if you really want to wake up. Yes. <laughs> like Otherwise. cold, crisp. I know. I hope that Caleb continues this for the rest of his entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say I had a neighbor who was in his 90s when I was living near him? Okay. And we lived down by the water near Dallas Road and every single morning... Legend has it. Mm-hmm. He would go for a swim at Dallas Road in the ocean. Wow. And do like a few laps or whatever, right? Just like uh, wherever, a couple of lengths, go for mm-hmm. 20 minutes, whatever it was. Dip in the ocean every morning into his 90s. Wow. Guy was spry, lived on his own, took care of his own house. Yeah. If that's the kind of life you want to live, maybe there is something to getting into a cold body of water. That might be Caleb's future there. <laughs> 90 years old and still jumping in water. It's impressive. <laughs> you know what's good about that story about Caleb swimming in the what water? that? You said you were happy to see that uh, as part of the news story, it was saying that it's clean to swim in the gorge. Yeah, there's been just some rumors that I guess I I know that the gorge did have some pollution problems back in the day. But since Mm -hmm. 2000, it's been clear of pollution. (laughs) Um, So people have been like smelling weird things and then thinking that the gorge is not ready to be swam in. But it it is okay to swim in. Um, uh, So the gorge was very popular for to swim in in the early 1900s. But that stopped when the water became polluted by nearby homes that weren't connected to a sewage system. So that was the problem so back in the day. Pooping right into the gorge, yeah. practically. Of course, you don't want to swim in that. But they've cleaned it up and they've <laughs> they've put a lot of work into it. So. They really have, yeah. So they did like testing recently by the year two thousand, um, and then again in twenty seventeen, even they did uh, you know like a testing, and they said that it was there was no contamination. It was great, no contamination, and clean to swim in. Yeah, yeah. That's good to know. I sent you this article today because I I just like wasn't thinking. I just saw it. I was like, oh, this is easy. People will have an opinion about it. It doesn't really matter. It's easy, right? It's this article, uh, to stay cool, leave house windows closed or open. It's just the age-old debate. (laughs) Do I put, do I close up all the blinds? Do I open the window? Do I get a breeze? Do I shut the whole place up? What, how do I keep the house cool? And you realized. (laughs) This, there's a certain article on the newspaper source that gets posted every single year (laughs) since I've moved here. I moved here in 2015, 2014. And uh, I remember every single year during the summer, this article got posted. Though some updates, but they've never figured out what's better. (laughs) Like after many years, they still have not figured out what is best. I know. It was originally published in August of 2014, (laughs) updated in 2017, and then it just got posted again onto the Times Collins website Uh, this year, 2019. What do you do? What do you do? You know what I do? Listen. Yeah. you, You... Keep the blinds kind of half shut. Yeah. Okay, and you get a breeze going. If you have air conditioning in your house, obviously you shut <laughs> everything up and you just let the air conditioning work. You know, yeah, yeah. open the window and let the air conditioning blow out the window into the and the hot air come in. But if you're without air conditioning, you keep it a little bit dimmer and you open up the windows so that the breeze rolls through. Yeah, I think that's Obvious. pretty straightforward. 
but does this they still haven't figured it out. Republished every year for the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> we will never know. We will never know. Ah, that's too funny. Yeah, I keep the window open a little bit as much as I can without letting the cats out. You know, right. that's it. Do you change up your bed sheets too? Do you go oh, from the yeah. duvet to a, like a just a oh, top yeah, sheet? Top sheet. That's what you got to do. But that's how monsters get you. Oh, I didn't realize that. I don't feel what secure. What have I been doing? Under just the top sheet. I haven't been sleeping safely for weeks. The duvet is a twofold. It's a monster it keeps thing. you warm and it also keeps monsters warm. Yeah, away. it has that special layer that's like patent, patented, you know, monster protection. So yes. it's always good to get. Make sure you got one of those. Good advice. I want to talk about this because it's obviously the, the most major news story going on, um, especially in this part of the world right now. Um, but I'm also wanting to be very careful about it, too, because it's still ongoing. There are some people who are dead here. So that's, you know, I want to be really respectful, obviously, mm-hmm. of uh, them and their families and everything. It's an awful story. Um, but uh, these teens who are missing are now murder suspects is yeah. essentially what's going on. It is well, from from here on Vancouver Island. Yeah. And, and, I, and I want to be really careful, Jen, because... It's like it's one of these stories that even at this you know early stage, it feels like just uh, it's got all the makings of like a really engaging, engrossing true crime story because it is true and it's awful and everything. But again, like we gotta be careful. I just yeah. want to I just want to zero sensationalize it here. Yeah. Okay, so like I'm gonna read to you right from the news wire here. Two island teens who were initially listed as missing in northern BC are now considered armed and dangerous suspects in a multi-murder investigation. Nine, this is according to the RCMP. Port Alberni residents, 19-year-old Cam McLeod and 18-year-old Briar Schmegelski are considered suspects in the deaths of Australian Lucas Fowler, his American girlfriend, China Deese. They're both in their 20s, as well as in the death of an unidentified man found a few kilometers from the teen's burnt-out camper. Wow. Wow. It's why, okay, can I play you? This is a, mm-hmm. this is a clip from uh, RCMP Superintendent Janelle Tyson. She says the pair might be trying to change their appearance because, again, these guys are now on the lam. Mm-hmm. A person can change their appearance. They can change a vehicle. They can change their clothing. So we don't know exactly what they may what you know what they may be carrying or what what even what their thoughts are the important message today is that the public be vigilant yeah. Yeah, and then um, RCMP um, in Manitoba say that the two may be in Manitoba and are considered dangerous. And if you happen to spot them, take no actions. Do not approach. Just call nine one one or your local police immediately. Yeah, they were last seen in northern Saskatchewan. But that's right. I, was, yeah. I heard a thing too. Someone who knew them said they they could have easily, by this point, just gone off into the woods or something. Yeah. So they're. I mean, it's a crazy thing to say to be on the lookout for. But mm. their pictures are going around. They're they look like very unassuming teenagers. It's so wild to even be saying this about them, 18, 19 years old. But do have a look at those pictures and do keep an eye out. Former Justice Minister Jody Wilson-Raybould has said that she is going to release a timely and must-read book during the election campaign. Huh. And uh, this here is actually the sound of the response from the Prime Minister's office. And I'll tell you something else. I am very nervous. We're reading a lot about uh, apples and the proper way you're supposed to eat them. Apparently, you're supposed to eat the entire core as well when you bite into an apple. Says who? Um, says the world. That apparently, there's some really good, like, you know that good bacteria that everyone's got, like, the craze for right now? Like, you'll get it in kombucha. Probiotics? And, yeah. Is that it, really? The good stuff, the yeah. good bacteria. There's a lot of that in the core and in the seeds of the apple. So they're suggesting, if you want that, eat the entire thing. Have you ever tried to chow down a core of an I apple. I have because I had heard that a few years ago um, but I didn't find it worth it. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, with the like starchiness, the biting into the seeds and everything. Yeah. I was I was not having it. Yeah. Uh, for how many centuries has it been like apple a day? There's just like this little orb of health that everyone mm-hmm. loves and I think just the normal part of the apple that people eat, that's healthy enough. I yeah. don't need an extra level of health. What am I trying to do here? Live to a thousand? There's I'm not choking down the seeds of an apple. Yeah. Study. Well, they're saying if people have you know gut problems, then hey, maybe you should just keep on eating the entire thing. So, if you're struggling with that. There's gotta be a better way. Is it worth it? Kabucha, I booch. guess. Booch. Dad booch. <laughs> About the apple core and eating an apple core. Yeah. Like, so I eat an apple core and I eat like two a day and I have for years. 
and I eat the whole thing, right from start to finish. The only thing I take off is the stem. Oh, You're yeah. a weirdo. <laughs> there's, the, there's the trick to it. Okay. Don't save the core till the end, because that's not fun and tasty. Take bites of it in a way that you get a little bit of core with each bite. And then you're left with like good, juicy, delicious apple with a little bit of the not core stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, so instead of like biting around the core, you're just biting all the way through. That's right. Like I'll bite the bottom, I'll bite, I'll bite the bottom off the apple in my first bite. Oh, the bottom off the apple in the first bite. Why are you doing this? I think if I saw someone doing that, I would just smack the apple out of their hand and be like, no. Okay. So I'll I'll come, I'll find you guys and I'll eat an apple in front of you and I'll show you how it's done. And then I'll take a swift roundhouse kick to your apple. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty quick. I'm pretty quick. Especially when it comes to guarding my food. So, okay. um, Truly though. uh, I mean that question. Why are you doing this? Well, because otherwise it's wasteful. That's good, nutritious apple. Why would I want to eat that? It just goes into the dirt and biodegrades and grows a new apple tree. There's one thing you should be thrown out the window. It's an apple core. Why why do we compost the rest of the world? Yeah, but why wouldn't I just eat it? That's nutrition. That's vitamins and good stuff. This whole conversation, all I've been thinking about is apple core being like a really cool um, metal band name. Apple core. Yeah. Apple cool, or like, a, or like a genre. If it's really hardcore, but it's also like uh, all the songs are about nutrition. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Anyway. Apple core band. Let's start one. I'm a drummer. I'm in. Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live two to six weekday afternoons on the Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast, and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hey, do you like hockey? Art, I'm talking to you. Do you like hockey? I kind of like hockey. Yeah, I kind of like it too. I also really, really like the Vancouver Canucks, even though they're going through a bit of a rough patch right now. Yeah, they suck. Piss on old-time hockey. You're ruining it. I don't know if that's a nice thing to say, Art. We're trying to get people to listen to our podcast about the Canucks. Well, the thing about our podcast is... It's awesome because the Canucks suck. It's fucking embarrassing! Well, it's just awesome regardless. So why don't you give it a listen? Mm-hmm. Where can we find it? iTunes, Podbean, Between the Stammers, your unofficial Canucks cast. Boom. Listen. Listen.